Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered. And this is going to be a little ditty about the villages and on top of the world in Ocala and people moving to Florida and maybe why they want to reconsider, especially now. So I have lived with my wife in the villages off and on now since 2007. We bought a house, our first house here. We've owned four houses, probably on to our fifth shortly. So I have a lot of experience living in the villages, the clubs, the roads, the attitudes, the atmosphere, uh, the ins and outs, ups and downs. And the villages is putting all the social crap aside, a very unique and amazing place when you consider what the Morse family founders did to start this place, basically Gary Morse and his sisters. It started from an old trailer park that his grandfather had, Harold Schwartz, but it has grown into the largest over 55 community in the world, not just the United States, but the world. And he partnered with Rainey, uh, a Rainian company, who is their developer and land mover, infrastructure developer, long ago to create this fabulous place that literally there is no place in the United States that can build as many homes per month and per year, have the quality infrastructure that the villages has compared to any other city in the United States or overseas, can have the high quality infrastructure, the sewers, the roads, the schools, the shopping centers, the telecommunication lines, the fiber optic lines, everything that is needed to have a place for people to live. Nobody can do it as fast and with such superb quality overall. There are always going to be glitches. But overall, Rainy and the Villages have the best program managers, the best production planners, the best, the best fully vertically integrated company in the world. Now, I understand that they went to Harvard Business School and that they had a tremendous business background, but they also do something that very good business leaders and business owners do, and that is they hire the very best talent to surround themselves with, including engineers, contracting officers, builders, lawyers, you name it, and the best consultants. And the Villages has the best attorneys to handle all of their issues far better than anything anybody could have, including Donald Trump, which is all bullshit. But the Villages is a microcosm of uniqueness. It is superb in every respect. Now, I'm a, I'm a program manager, and I'm a former government contracting officer by trade and a professor of contract management. And in my entire life, I have never seen the quality of production program management that, that the Villages has to enable it to build upwards of seven to 8,000 high-quality homes a year. Yes, I said that right. Seven to 8,000 quality 
homes of all different varieties and and um, price scales to meet the needs of Americans. Now, why is it that the villages and the Morse family of companies can do this, can build so many homes, put in the roads and the infrastructure and the schools and everything needed to build that many homes a year and no other place in the United States, not even Lennar or D.R. Horton, which build basically homes. Um, Why is it then that the villages is so utterly capable and others are not? Well, that is probably a lesson in and of itself to anybody that would want to take the time to find out. But having watched them for well over 20 years now, I look at them and I am just amazed every single day. I was amazed back in 2007 when I bought my first house, and here we are in 2023, and I am still blown away. In fact, I'm even more blown away today than I was back in 2007 because of their production capabilities. They are just not slowing down, and they are a cash cow. They have literally billions of dollars of liquid cash able to buy up land, buy people's parcels of property that may not want to sell out to be able to continue their process. Now, if you go back to the history, and I'm not going to go into it, they when we moved here, it was just a small, say small, small area of 50,000 people. Today, there's about 230,000 people living in the villages, which comprises Lake County, Marion County, Sumter County, and God knows what next county it's going to uh, cover. But it, it's, it's like just expanding. It's expanding down I-75. It's expanding eastward, westward, northwards. It's expanding. And down Route 27, too. They, If they have the capability to build 7,000 high-quality homes in median price range, say $470,000 a year, then why can't anybody else do that? Why can't the D.R. Hortons of the world that have billions of dollars too? Why can't the Lennars who have billions of dollars? Why can't they do it? Why is it that the quality of their homes is inferior to what is produced and sold here in the villages in these three counties? Good question mark to ask. Well, one of the things that they're doing when they first started, they had trailers. That was Harold Schwartz. Then they moved to modular homes. Then they moved to stick-built and cinder block homes. Today, they do cinder block, stick-built, and now they have gone to precast concrete homes, which takes the layout of a particular model and is factory-built. Each wall is factory-built factory designed in a huge manufacturing facility that is right off of I-75, and they have about five or six different models that are precast homes. Now, these precast homes, why they're so unique and I say fantastic is because they are solid concrete with the with the uh, hurricane-level windows built in. These homes will withstand 300-mile-per-hour winds. Well, think about it. All the hurricanes, all of the tornadoes that the Midwest gets that just literally blows down all the trailers and stick-built homes and even concrete and brick-wrapped homes, 
if they were to use the same process that the villages uses and use it for the Midwest and these areas like Tennessee and Arkansas and Texas that have horrible tornadoes that kill people and destroy billions of dollars of property, none of that would be happening if these builders who build cheesy little homes out in the Midwest would instead use precast concrete construction. And I highly urge you, if you are a billion-dollar company like D.R. Horton, Lennar, GHO Homes in South Florida, anywhere in Florida or anywhere in the Midwest, look into precast construction because truly it is the wave of the future. It is the future for building high-quality homes that will not be destroyed and are safe for people to live in. Now, I'm not saying that they can't be built better, but when you have a house that structure will not blow down in a 300-mile-an-hour wind, well, that's pretty damn good, right? Problem is, is that it is a unique process. It is a uh, difficult process to get up and running, and it takes a tremendous amount of capital. One thing that the villages has always had is a lot of liquid cash to be able to do things and to partner with other firms on a proprietary basis. So the Villages has fantastic homes. I've always said that. I I can't even tell you all the names. The size of homes that I had, the last home before I moved to Vero Beach was a uh, 2,500 square foot custom built house with a three and a half car garage. It was beautiful. It was, a, it was kind of a Lantana model, but bigger. I wish I'd have never moved from it because now that house is selling for $950,000. I had it built for only $340 at the time, $420 with the optional add-ons, and now it's going for $950. Uh, since my wife and I moved back to the villages, we're in more of a precast concrete villa. Uh, not that we're scared of hurricanes because it's in the middle of the states and hurricanes don't ever bother anybody that's in the middle of Florida. They only bother people that are on the east or west coast that have flooding capabilities and could get blown down. That will never, ever, ever, ever happen in the villages, which is one of the reasons that insurance rates in Florida are the lowest in the villages of anywhere in the state of Florida. If you live in Vero Beach, you're going to pay two to three, even four or five times the amount of annual um, risk insurance for your house there that we pay on our current house here in the villages. I think we pay uh, $1,700 here a year, where we're currently living in the villages. Same house in Vero Beach would be $9,000 a year for insurance. So that brings me to my next question. Why in the hell would anybody want to live along the coastline in Florida when you're going to have to pay anywhere from seven dollars to $25,000 a year for just the insurance to maintain the insurance? And if you have a mortgage on your house, you are going to have to have not only the insurance to cover your house, uh, but the flood insurance, which would be required in those coastal areas. Now, this recent market update put out by the villages says that they built nearly almost 7,000 homes that were bought and sold last year. 7,000 homes. And they're on trend right now, even with the fact that high interest rates exist, almost everybody that's buying in the villages, for the most part, is all cash from up north and out west. Everybody's flocking to Florida. 
and it's a cash cow for the villages. So the average price runs anywhere from three fifty to um, five hundred thousand dollars, depending. Welcome once again to Robert Nauer Unfiltered, and this is going to be a little ditty about the villages and on top of the world in Ocala and people moving to Florida and maybe why they want to reconsider, especially now. So I have lived with my wife in the villages off and on now since 2007. We bought a house, our first house here. We've owned four houses, probably on to our fifth shortly. So I have a lot of experience living in the villages, the clubs, the roads, the attitudes, the atmosphere, uh, the ins and outs, ups and downs. And the villages is putting all the social crap aside, a very unique and amazing place when you consider what the Morse family founders did to start this place, basically Gary Morse and his sisters. It started from an old trailer park that his grandfather had, Harold Schwartz, but it has grown into the largest over 55 community in the world. Not just the United States, but the world. And he partnered with Rainey, uh, a Rainian company, who is their developer and land mover, infrastructure developer, long ago to create this fabulous place that literally there is no place in the United States that can build as many homes per month and per year have the quality infrastructure that the villages has compared to any other city in the United States or overseas, can have the high-quality infrastructure, the sewers, the roads, the schools, the shopping centers, the telecommunication lines, the fiber optic lines, everything that is needed to have a place for people to live. Nobody can do it as fast and with such superb quality overall. There are always going to be glitches. But overall, Rainy and the Villages have the best program managers, the best production planners, the best, the best fully vertically integrated company in the world. Now, I understand that they went to Harvard Business School the, and that they had a tremendous business background, but they also do something that very good business leaders and business owners do, and that is they hire the very best talent to surround themselves with, including engineers, contracting officers, builders, lawyers, you name it, and the best consultants. And the villages has the best attorneys to handle all of their issues far better than anything anybody could have, including Donald Trump, which is all bullshit. But the villages is a microcosm of uniqueness. It is 
superb in every respect. Now, I'm a I'm a program manager and I'm a former government contracting officer by trade and a professor of contract management. And in my entire life, I have never seen the quality of production program management that, that the villages has to enable it to build upwards of seven to eight thousand high quality homes a year. Yes, I said that right. Seven to eight thousand quality homes of all different varieties and and um, price scales to meet the needs of Americans. Now, why is it that the villages and the Morse family of companies can do this? can build so many homes, put in the roads and the infrastructure and the schools and everything needed to build that many homes a year, and no other place in the United States, not even Lennar or D.R. Horton, which build basically pfft, homes. Um, why is it then that the villages is so utterly capable and others are not? Well, that is probably a lesson in and of itself to anybody that would want to take the time to find out. But having watched them for well over 20 years now, I look at them and I am just amazed every single day. I was amazed back in 2007 when I bought my first house, and here we are in 2023, and I am still blown away. In fact, I'm even more blown away today than I was back in 2007 because of their production capabilities. They are just not slowing down, and they are a cash cow. They have literally billions of dollars of liquid cash able to buy up land, buy people's parcels of property that may not want to sell out, to be able to continue their process. Now, if you go back to the history, and I'm not going to go into it, they when we moved here, it was just a small, say small, small area of 50,000 people. Today, there's about 230,000 people living in the villages, which comprises Lake County, Marion County, Sumter County, and God knows what next county it's going to uh, cover. But it, it's, it's like just expanding. It's expanding down I-75, it's expanding eastward, westward, northwards, it's expanding, and down Route 27, too. They, If they have the capability to build 7,000 high-quality homes in median price range, say $470,000 a year, then why can't anybody else do that? Why can't the D.R. Hortons of the world that have billions of dollars too? Why can't the Lennars who have billions of dollars? Why can't they do it? Why is it that the quality of their homes is inferior to what is produced and sold here in the villages in these three counties? Good question mark to ask. Well, one of the things that they're doing, when they first started, they had trailers. That was Harold Schwartz. Then they moved to modular homes. Then they moved to stick-built and cinder block homes. Today, they do cinder block, stick-built, and now they have gone to precast concrete homes, which takes the layout of a particular model and is factory-built, each wall is factory-built, 
factory designed in a huge manufacturing facility that is right off of I-75. And they have about five or six different models that are precast homes. Now, these precast homes, why they're so unique and I say fantastic is because they are solid concrete with the with the uh, hurricane level windows built in. These homes will withstand 300 mile per hour winds. Well, think about it. All the hurricanes, all of the tornadoes that the Midwest gets that just literally blows down all the trailers and stick built homes and even concrete and brick wrapped homes. If they were to use the same process that the villages uses and use it for the Midwest and these areas like Tennessee and Arkansas and Texas that have horrible tornadoes that kill people and destroy billions of dollars of property, none of that would be happening if these builders who build cheesy little homes out in the Midwest would instead use precast concrete construction. And I highly urge you, if you are a billion-dollar company like D.R. Horton, Lennar, GHO Homes in South Florida, anywhere in Florida or anywhere in the Midwest, look into precast construction because truly it is the wave of the future. It is the future for building high-quality homes that will not be destroyed and are safe for people to live in. Now, I'm not saying that they can't be built better, but when you have a house that structure will not blow down in a 300-mile-an-hour wind, well, that's pretty damn good, right? So the problem is, is that it is a unique process. It is a uh, difficult process to get up and running, and it takes a tremendous amount of capital. One thing that the villages has always had is a lot of liquid cash to be able to do things and to partner with other firms on a proprietary basis. So the Villages has fantastic homes. I've always said that. I I can't even tell you all the names. The size of homes that I had, the last home before I moved to Vero Beach was a 2,500-square-foot uh, custom-built house with a three-and-a-half-car garage. It was beautiful. It was, a, it was kind of a Lantana model, but bigger. And... Um, I wish I'd have never moved from it because now that house is selling for $950,000. I had it built for only three hundred and forty dollars at the time, four hundred and twenty dollars with the optional add-ons, and now it's going for $950,000. Uh, since my wife and I moved back to the villages, we're in more of a precast concrete villa. Uh, not that we're scared of hurricanes because it's in the middle of the states and hurricanes don't ever bother anybody that's in the middle of Florida. They only bother people that are on the east or west coast that have flooding capabilities and could get blown down. That will never, ever, ever, ever happen in the villages, which is one of the reasons that insurance rates in Florida are the lowest in the villages of anywhere in the state of Florida. If you live in Vero Beach, you're going to pay two to three, even four or five times the amount of annual um, risk insurance for your house there that we pay on our current house here in the villages. I think we pay uh, $1,700 here a year, where we're currently living in the villages. Same house in Vero Beach would be $9,000 a year for insurance. So that brings me to my next question. 
why in the hell would anybody want to live along the coastline in Florida when you're going to have to pay anywhere from seven to $25,000 a year for just the insurance to maintain the insurance? And if you have a mortgage on your house, you are going to have to have not only the insurance to cover your house, uh, but the flood insurance, which would be required in those coastal areas. Now, this recent market update put out by the villages says that they built nearly almost 7,000 homes that were bought and sold last year. 7,000 homes. And they're on trend right now, even with the fact that high interest rates exist. Almost everybody that's buying in the villages, for the most part, is all cash from up north and out west. Everybody's flocking to Florida. And it's a cash cow for the villages. So the average price runs anywhere from three fifty to um, five hundred thousand dollars, depending. I was so rudely, rudely interrupted by that phone call. But like I was saying about the market update, uh, they're on trend in the villages to build the same number of homes, even with the market downturn that they're currently having throughout the United States, and even parts of Florida. But the villages in central northern Florida is not having any of the impacts that any other part of Florida. In south Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Boca Raton, those areas, they are already experiencing a downturn in market sales of new homes and resales. Uh, The higher interest rates are really affecting construction and construction projects. Same thing is true in other parts of Florida, Tampa, but not so in the villages. So in the villages, north, about an hour north of Orlando, this area, this market is not being impacted at all by any of the market conditions throughout the rest of the United States. If you're watching all these YouTubers talking about, oh my God, uh, the real estate market is going to implode and it's going horrible. Well, that may be true in California, Nevada, Uh, Arkansas, you name it, wherever, but it is not happening in the villages. And the reason it's not happening in the villages is because the villages is an insulated area. Everything is vertically integrated by them. They do everything themselves. Uh, They control the market. The market is what the market will always be. Even back in 2008, when the market nationwide did implode, And yes, the villages did uh, not have as many sales back then. I think they dropped by two-thirds. But they kept on building homes, and they had so much cash. And I remember, because I was here, they were building six to 700 homes a month and being able to not sell them, but they were just building them and building and building and building so that they would all be ready. And so they were all ready to build and to sell, and that is why they are what they are today.